Speaking of specimens, Murray Olds, how are you? <laughs> Very good. Good morning to you, Mike. Now, the, um, this, now this is interesting because we're having the same debate here in this country over COVID. So we've got a spike. Yeah. Deaths are increasing. Hospital under pressure, yada, yada, yada. Government came out here yesterday. All they're doing is increasing access to antivirals, which is what they should have done months ago, telling everyone to wear a mask so we may or may not do that. And that's about it. Whereas you guys are looking at a snap national cabinet. Yeah, but the states, I think, can whistle Dixie if they want the federal government. I'll be amazed if the federal government uh, stumps up the cash on Monday. Basically, what's happened, you've got the two new waves arriving, the two new Omicron waves arriving. Uh, health authorities are warning. It could be millions of Australians getting uh, infected in the days and weeks and months ahead. Uh, many people will get it a second time. But the federal government says all those support payments that were there under the other government and that lasted up until the end of the financial year, June the 30th, those payments are over. A trillion dollars in debt, Mike, the, the federal government is saying here we can't afford to keep those payments going. $750, as you know, for, for, for people who uh, caught the disease and, uh, and couldn't go to work. Uh, and the similar amount to those people who were looking after uh, COVID uh, patients uh, were entitled, were eligible to those payments. And $750, when you've got nothing else coming in, is pretty bloody good. Yeah. But the government says we can't afford it anymore. And here's the other thing that the federal government, Albanese and company, are going to take issue with. The two biggest states, New South Wales and Victoria, both have elections coming up, state government elections coming up. Which of the two states? Well, in fact, they are the two biggest states. And they're both saying, listen, we don't want to mandate masks anymore. Uh, and you know why they're saying that? A minute ago, it was all about the health advice. We have to follow the health yeah. advice. No, now it's, it's all about the politics. Yeah, exactly. So that's where we're at. That's what I've concluded, Murray. I did a piece on this earlier on in the week. I, my conclusion, because somebody called for a royal commission into it all, my conclusion yeah. is that your reaction to COVID was based purely on luck. It was who was running the country, or in your case, the state at the time and whether they had an electoral cycle within that. And really, no matter what they said, it, you were in the hands of either people who knew what they were doing or idiots. And there's nothing you could do about it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, I think both sides of that uh, particular equation would, uh, would, argue, would argue, you know, either politics or idiots. Look, somewhere in the middle, is that where we landed? Maybe. Uh, I guess. You know, the book, is, you know, the, uh, the book is yet to be written on the response, but certainly uh, the states over here... Uh, and indeed, the Australian population, I think, you know, and I, I, you hate to generalise, but broadly speaking, you can go into supermarkets, very few people are wearing masks. Exactly. Those yeah. who are look to be pretty old. A lot of young people are out and about. They're going to pubs and clubs. They're going to see musical events and sports right. events. I was at the sport on the weekend. Hardly a mask to be seen. No, exactly. So, um, see, we got some stats yesterday. The number of deaths in this country, per, per, per head of population, we're not doing very well at the moment, but the vast, vast majority of people are very elderly people, which was the original argument around COVID. Jab the old and vulnerable all you want and yep. protect them, lock them down, fantastic. For the rest of the people, just get on with life. And I'm just, the more evidence that presents itself, it, the more it seems that that may have been the way to go. But anyway, be that and as And the rules way. are being relaxed over here in terms of fourth jabs. They're talking now about p potentially fifth uh, uh, vac uh, vaccine So are you getting a second well. booster? I'm not eligible yet. I had it, and uh, I have to wait for three months. But, but will yes, you? I will get it. So you yeah, you will get it, and and will you keep getting boosters as long as you're eligible, or not? Yes, I will. Based on what you 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 don't want to get sick Based or really sick if you get please. it. Please, 
you know, I, I, I struggle to look at the stuff I'm putting into the washing machine to, to wash the clothes. I mean, I don't, I've got no scientific knowledge and basis and, uh, you know, to, to, uh, to put my hand up and say, I want another jab, but I do. I mean, if some guy in a white coat who looks pretty brainy is telling me to do it, I'll go and do it. OK, ScoMo's out there. What's he doing these days? Is he, is, is he going to hang around as a backbencher? Look, interesting, isn't it? I mean, he uh, was trailing his coat to become a commissioner on the mm. National Rugby League Commission over here not so long ago. That's gone quiet. Uh, now he's up in South Korea. There's a big, uh, a big leadership conference, an Asian leadership conference. He was invited to that as a, as a former prime minister. So um, a backbencher, it doesn't... You know, it's hard to imagine Morrison having much fun as a backbencher. When Parliament resumes, you're going to be sitting there like a grumpy old fellow on the backbench. Labor's going to be lobbing grenades his way. Uh, certainly a distraction for Peter Dutton uh, if Morrison is staying on the backbench. Mm. So the answer, Mike, I don't think anyone knows. Certainly, uh, if Morrison knows what he wants to do, he's not letting on. Interesting. Now, Benji Marshall, I'm thrilled for him. I don't know why oh, I like him, but yeah. I do. And uh, I've always wanted him to do well. And he's sort of hung in there, hung in there, hung in there. And, and now he's off to, you know, coach. And why not? I mean, he's a favourite son of the West Tigers. Uh, the fans love him. Um, I had a look, a very quick look, because they're not my team, the Tigers. I had a quick look this morning. They had dead mother and last on the board. Only had three wins this year. Uh, so the plan is for Marshall, Benji Marshall, to... Uh, uh, have two years as a coaching understudy under Tim Sheens and then 25 to step up as the head coach of the West Tigers. Now, a, a dream job, you'd think if the Tigers were going anything like a pack of bustards, it would be fantastic. But right now they are struggling, they need some help. Mm. Why not Benji Marshall? Gee whiz, a fantastic player as you know. The players love him, respect him. He's done everything in the game. Yeah. Why not Be uh, Benji Marshall as coach? Yeah, good uh, stuff. There have been a hell of a lot of other people out there who were dreadful coaches that were still making a living. Uh, I think Marshall and the fans are going to love this. The players are going to love this. Good on you, mate. You have a good weekend. Catch up next week. Thanks, Michael. Thank Cheers you, now.